it's Don Dock and Band right here on your classic metal show from the Up From The Ashes release. Uh, that is Crash and Burn. That goes out by request to Shelly Rocks in the chat room. Good tune. I like that song. Yeah, she sent us a little note. She says, hail and kill, guys. Love the show last week. Great to have you both back together. Uh, two segments I particularly enjoyed were the discussions on what's happening with Wasp Tour, of course, and my uh, cruise stories on the Kiss Cruise. There you go. Nice. I actually wanted to ask if you were able to get any news from Don on when we can expect to hear the new album, as I cannot wait to get my hands on it. Well, I will tell you, Shelly, the uh, holdup here is the artwork. Uh, the um, the label president for Silver Lining Records was on the Kiss Cruise with us, and the uh, the Japanese artist who did the the artwork for uh, the Lost Songs. Um, this guy kind of flaked out on him. He would get like part of the artwork done, and they would want to make changes and. They'd send him the changes and it would take him like a week to get back to him. And it's like, oh yeah, I'm busy doing this or I'm busy doing that. And it, it, this has been dragging on for a couple of months and the record label won't give them a release date until all the artwork is completed and all the album notes and liners and pictures and whatever else they're going to include in the uh, cover art is, is done and submitted. Cool. So Makes they won't, sense. so they won't even give them a tentative release date for that. Well, why would they, if they haven't completed the project? Yeah. So that's what they're waiting on is the artwork. Uh, anyhow, linking back to the two topics for my request, I'd love to hear either crash and burn by Don's totally awesome solo up from the ashes release or miss you by wasp from the Golgotha album, a song I really love, which isn't played much. Um, if it's not too greedy of me and you're feeling generous, it'd be great to hear both of those songs. Well, well, the question is, is what's in it for me, yeah. <laughs> you know, cause I'm a selfish prick. What's in it for me, pal. Well, Shelly is a $5 person. So I guess she, <laughs> I guess she paid for her requests. She did. Uh, thank you for doing what you do. Fuck you, pal. And well, you know, the rest Shelly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we want to hear the girls say hand job. Right, of course. Or give one. one <laughs> or of give one, even better. One. Yeah. yeah. And not a dry rub either. No. Let's <laughs> get some spit moving here, for God's sakes. <laughs> so there you are. There's Shelly Rocks checking in with us. Well, that's good. Yeah. And then uh, we heard uh, Megadeth, Hangar 18, for your pal and mine, Sal. Okay. Who I see changed his name in the chat room. What is it called? My buddy, Chris Aiken. Yeah, something like that. Because <laughs> he's he, he wants to be close to you, pal. He wants mm -hmm. to be close to you. Keep trying. You just, you just keep rejecting his advances. Yeah, keep he's trying. Not, he's trying to extend a hand of friendship towards you, and you just rebuff him at every turn. Slap that motherfucker away every chance I get. <laughs> Damn it, Sal will never, never be in your in your uh, core nine. No, he will not be. Damn it, Sal. You got, you got some aspirations ahead of you to try to get into a slot there. <laughs> Good luck. All right. So there you are. There's uh, taking care of the request. And if you want to get a request and you can send your email to request at the classic metal show.com. Yeah. Bring them on. Yep. I'm not, uh, I'm not opposed to playing your requests. Nope. 
All right. All right. Do you have anything in particular that you want to talk about? I have nothing at all this week. Uh, I really am, am lazy this week. Uh, no issue. I got stuff. Hail and kill caller. You're on the air. I love you, Chris and Neely. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. <laughs> Why are you laughing in a very gay way? Because well, I've had a couple of wines and I'm just responding to what Sal just said. <laughs> well, will Tim ever be in your coronine, Chris? Tim's there. Tim's Tim's number ten. He's yeah, he's he, aging coronine. Yep. Yeah, he, he's uh, he's an honorary coronine. Mm-hmm. He's in my foreign coronine. No, no, I really do regard you guys as friends, and I'm going to hang up now before you hang up on me. Haley, chill. <laughs> He's learning. There goes that he's drinking wine on a Sunday. Sunday after wine. He's drinking. He started at church and kept right on going. <laughs> he's, he's drinking the blood of Christ. That's right. <laughs> Tim drinking wine. <laughs> Silly. Silly guy. You'd have had to escort him to his plane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I'm a good Samaritan like that. That's right. Um, I, I did not watch your segment and I'm just wondering if you took, uh, uh, took your cue for doing a, a Chris Aiken presents segment from the email that Mark Miller sent. I did not. I haven't had access to the, to the, Oh, okay. Well, thing. You, you, you did a segment on guns and roses ripping off the fans. Oh yeah. Well, that was just something that, um, Eric and I talked about, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Mark Miller, uh, sent in a, um, an email about the GNR illusions box set. Okay. He says he's put in here, my thoughts on it and my thoughts of the band today. Okay. So I thought it was a worthy read because he put some time and thought into his, um, into his thoughts on this. Sure. Uh, I wasn't aware that, uh, GNR was releasing, a illusions box set are you aware of it what uh, oh yeah yeah it's a it's a monster super deluxe um i think it's 93 tracks or whatever with um with you know the remasters of the two albums as well as a bunch of live shows okay dvd and does it it come in like some special packaging oh yeah yeah it has a box is it like gene simmons vault It's not quite that much, but it's, it's like a, it's a full, well done, well blown up thing. I'll find a picture of it. If if you spend $50,000, will Axl Rose deliver it to your house personally? (laughs) He probably would know an Axl. He likes to make money. Yeah, but he's not one to talk to people though. Oh, true. Gene Simmons. He's, He's out there doing stuff now that I would have never thought he would do. You know, like he, he showed up at a Carrie Underwood saw show and did like welcome to the jungle and stuff with her. Okay. Or, you know, and like, okay. Or sweet child of mine or something. One of them, one of them songs, mm-hmm. you know, so he's, he's, he's loosening up a little bit, I guess, after 35 years of being a prick. Yeah. He is. He is what? 60 now. Yeah. It's he time to that, like everybody. And that Axel Rose is 60 years old. Yeah. I mean, think about that when, when, uh, when GNR broke into the scene in what, 87, mm-hmm. you know, they, they were, they were just some, uh, ruffians from the streets of LA, man. And now we're talking, you know, they're 60 years old. Yeah. They're, that's, they're, that's just, that's just, man, that's just bizarre. Dude, we're old. 
I know, but it's just it's just a, a weird, weird thing. Yeah. Uh, Alan, I hate Alan, it. You're on the air. I think the, the GNR box set is worth every penny. Oh, and you do, and, and tell us, give us yeah. your, give us your uh, inebriated opinion on this, Tim. Why is it worth every penny? Well, because, like, it's it's got remastered editions of the albums, which I've been waiting for forever. Now, and and you've got you've got two live shows, which you know we've never had before, and you've got a DVD now or a Blu-ray now. I know Chris was saying, oh, you know, all this, I, I listened to Chris Aiken Presents, and I know that they were saying that, you know, all this stuff's been available before, but I've never seen this stuff, you know. And not to mention the Creatures of the Nightbox set, I don't know if you're going to talk about that as well, but that's, but that's a five-CD box set that Kiss have just put out, and it freaking is awesome. Well, Tim, you're... you're uh... You're a music aficionado collector guy. So anybody who puts out yes. a fancy box set with a bunch of little add-ons and freebies and extras and all this, you're you're going to think it's awesome. Everything that is up your alley as far as like your music genre interests are, if they put out a nice packaged box set, you're going to say it's awesome because you're a collector. You like this kind of stuff. Absolutely. And and this this Kiss Creatures of the Night box set for example, has a double CD of live stuff from that tour with songs that we've never heard live before that were from that album. And it's just in, it's in really good quality. And it's like having Kiss Alive 3, which, you know, because Kiss Alive 2 came, it was after Love Gun, and, you know, Kiss Alive, they had Kiss Alive, and then they did another three albums, and they had Alive 2. And now with this Creatures box set, it's like having a proper version of Alive 3. And it, I mean, it's, it sounds phenomenal. Okay, fair enough. But again, if you if, know, if you're just a casual fan, you, you would probably not pick these things up. You would just go, okay, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, but but casual has never been part of my DNA. I, I understand you're making my point. <laughs> uh, by the way, just before I hang up, yes, do you guys know what's happening with this docking box set? Well, yeah, that's another whole story. I will talk about it in a minute, Tim. Okay. And do you know when the new album's out? I, well, I oh, my God, Tim. No, thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Uh, have, you, have you not been listening? I just commented on that. No, I, I, just, got, I just got home, so I just tuned in. So I'll have to wait <laughs> for the podcast. All right, cool. <laughs> it goes, Tim. He called into the show without even listening to the show. Yeah. He's a fan. I guess. All right. Well, anyway, I wasn't aware of this this box set, but I, I see it's all spread out there, you know. Mm -hmm. I What we need is those two guys that did the review of the ACDC box set. <laughs> We're partying, man. We're partying, man. <laughs> Look at this Axl Rose poster. Oh, that's so cool, man. Yep. <laughs> that would be great. That's one of the all-time great. Got to give it to ACDC. That was pretty fucking funny. Uh, was that endorsed by them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, they put that out. Okay. So they just got some some goofy burnout guys acting yeah. out 
to doing this kind of thing. We're partying. Mm-hmm. We're partying, man. <laughs> it's like heavy metal parking lot or something. <laughs> it really is. But <laughs> yeah, no, Eric and I, we talked about this. Is it to me? You know, I, I go back and forth with this. I, I, you know, if you're a collector, fair enough. You, you know, I mean, this thing's pretty pricey. This, this what, one what, here. What, what does it cost? For the CD version, it's two, 200 something or like 200 bucks. Okay. For the album version, the, the vinyl version, it's 450. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that's pretty pricey. Yeah. For two albums that most acknowledge are not, not guns and roses best work you know so um you know it's it's my the bigger issue that we were that we were making was that all of these deluxe editions are really shitty not 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 shitty the way they do them but it's shitty that they release it knowing that they're going to release a deluxe version after now this is a little different this is obviously 30 years or whatever later I'm talking about when a band releases an album and then, you know, six months later releases the deluxe version of the album. Okay. Well, here, here's the question. Mm -hmm. How much input does the band have on this kind of stuff? Do, do, do they, how much, how much decision making does the band have in releasing a box set as opposed to a record label deciding that they want to do this? I would think it, it, you know, it, it varies from band to band. I understand. So, so the thing is, is some fans will look at this and go, look at guns and roses and their money grab, but maybe they don't have control over that. Mm. Maybe the record label decided, Hey, we're going to put this deluxe box set together. Cause they, they have the rights to the music or, or yeah. the, to the, this or that. And, they're they're gonna do that regardless of the band saying they want any part of it or not part of it or endorse it or not mm-hmm. endorse it. They're gonna just do it. They're gonna say, "Hey, we're gonna put this whole deluxe mm-hmm. thing together, and this is what we're doing." Yeah, I I know that Guns and Roses have advertised it at least on their own socials. Okay. So in that level, I would imagine they're at least endorsing this thing. Okay. You know that I do know. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, who knows, who knows if it's completely endorsed or if the record company and you're probably, it's probably a little bit of both too. The record company probably calls up Axel's manager and says, Hey bro, 30, 30th anniversary of uh, use your illusions. Let's put something out, mm-hmm. you know? And they're like, all right, well, we've got these, these shows that we recorded for the live album that we didn't use. So let's use those. Mm-hmm. You know, let's put them on. My problem is, is that, you know, and, and like, like Tim said, the, the one show that they, that they put the DVD out on has been on YouTube forever. Uh, the, do you know which one it is? Ritz 91. Okay. The show from the Ritz in 91. There, there was a live show that was out where they were in uh, Rio de Janeiro when uh, rock and Rio, when, when, um, Matt Sorum first joined the band. Mm-hmm. And it was a really good video. I had, I had it on VHS when it came out. Right. And when Randy, our good friend, rock and Randy was getting into the GNR tribute band. Right. Uh, he wanted to borrow it to, 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 uh, you know, get some pointers or to kind of look at it just to see how the guys looked and performed and right. 
and whatever, never got it back. Yeah, I was going to say, and that's the end of that. <laughs> that was the end of that. But that was a really good live show. You know, it was, it was, it was, you know, obviously uh, shot professionally. And, you know, it was just a, it was a good representation of what they were doing on that Use Your Illusions tour. And I thought it was a great show. I enjoyed watching it. And I, like I said, I let Randy borrow it so he could, you know, look for things to do with his tribute to GNR. And then I never saw the damn thing. Yeah, of course, of course. That it just... so, so, so if it ever gets released on a DVD or something like that, I would definitely buy it for myself. Yeah, there it is. What's that? The, the Rio show? Yeah, that's the Rio show. Okay. 90, 91. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's a good show. So. It is a good show. You know, right. But yeah, and, and big shock there, Randy kept it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Dude, I got to keep it in case, in case I need some more research, man. Right. These motherfucking truckers are crazy. These mother truckers are nuts. Exactly. <laughs> Randy. All right. Well, getting back to, um, getting back to Mark's, uh, email here and his yeah. assessment of this whole box set thing. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, I've always been a big fan of GNR and during the late eighties and early nineties, I was obsessed with them. Okay. He said he was obsessed. Good for him. These days, however, they are ripping off the fans, uh, releasing remasters and live versions of old tracks that any genuine GNR fan have heard countless times before. The Illusions 1 and 2 box set gives the fans nothing new at all. It sounds exactly the same as what I own already, as well as the remastered versions. They give us live concert versions. Take a listen to Dust and Bones from Wembley, August 1991, which I was at, and listen to how it how shit it sounds. Maybe that was added to the show that Izzy wasn't all the... Let's see. Maybe that was added to show that Izzy wasn't all that essential and why he is not part of the band today. These guys are multimillionaires and they can do what the fuck they like. They don't need fans like me anymore. They want new fans, younger fans. Queen are the same cashing in on the old classics year in and year out. Mm -hmm. Since their 2016 reunion, six years have passed. During the six years, they have toured extensively, playing the same songs each time they come through town, plus a dreadfully bad cover version of Wichita Lineman. What the fuck? Have you seen that? No. They're doing a Glenn Campbell song? Who, Guns N' Roses? That's what he's saying. We're going to find that right now. During the, the six years, they have toured together extensively, playing the same songs each time they came through town plus a dreadfully bad cover version of Wichita Lineman. <laughs> what the fuck? Why? They have songs like Right Next Door to Hell, Back Off Bitch, uh, Don't Damn Me, and Perfect Crime, and fuckload of other great tracks that they never play. Yeah, that, that is a thing that I often wonder is when a band has, you know, a, enough catalog to fill out a 90-minute, two-hour show, and they choose to throw in a couple of covers it's like wh why are you doing that yeah it doesn't make a lot of sense but you know it's like why don't you dig into your catalog and i and i agree with mark here why don't you play something you know that you never play yeah and just surprise the hardcores and go holy shit i've never heard him play that live before yeah that is nuts that i wonder why they don't i, I wonder if it's just too difficult to i mean I, I don't know why would it be any more difficult than any other 
don't know. I mean, it's not like they're, they're, you know, uh, played Wichita lineman as an original before, <laughs> you know, I mean, would it be any different, more difficult to learn one of your own songs? Yeah. You wouldn't or, think so. Or work it up into your set. You wouldn't think it would be any, any worse for where to, to you know, to do your own. People aren't there to see Glenn Campbell's songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is weird. Let's see. Here's the song. Let's pull it up and try it. All right. Guns and Roses, what you talking I don't know about you, but I'd be pretty annoyed if, if I had paid a couple hundred bucks and I'm getting this. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely hate that hat. Yeah. That hat is awful. where do you get that Juan Valdez? I know. It's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, and another thing that surprises me after yeah. six years of touring as GNR with, you know, mm-hmm. with the, our three originals. Yeah. Surprise. Axel hasn't gotten in better shape. Well, this is old. This is from 2017, but still, yeah. Well, he right. doesn't need to. He's a fucking hundred millionaire. No, but still, uh, come on now. He doesn't care. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, I had a ticket to see, let's see here. This is where I leave off. All right. Uh, I had tickets to see them this summer in London and I didn't go. It wasn't even a difficult decision to make. I caught them on YouTube at a gig in Prague just to get some excitement going. And wow, Axel sounded like crap. And I didn't even want to hear him like that. He gave Don Dockin a run for his money. That's for sure. Okay. <laughs> We're not going to hear good new music from GNR. That time is long past. I have resigned to the fact that they are no longer a studio album band in any shape or form. Uh, if they were their few new songs, old school, let's see their few new songs, old school in this painfully bad piece of shit track called absurd or abturd was <laughs> 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 so desperately disappointing to me that I am done with GNR. They're going to have to pull something pretty spectacular out of their backsides to get me interested. However, slash with miles is still a good listen. What's next? The spaghetti incident remastered with live tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Probably democracy remastered with slash and duff added to the mix. A GNR cruise where everyone gets a KFC bucket to puke in when the sea gets rough and homage to buckethead. <laughs> Adverse appetite burst on the bill at the 1 p.m. to kick things off, but still not allowed to play with GNR because they are happy to have the world's most boring drummer, Frank Farrar, behind the kit. Hey, that's our friend. 
this guy plays the absolutely basic bare minimum each not each night no feel no adler on one side of frank or wank as i call him is this <laughs> chick who contributes nothing absolutely nothing if right. a sound guy unplugged her nobody would ever notice then we have dizzy motherfucking boring safe read so the most dangerously overpriced band in the world have a box set out, but I certainly won't buying it or stream it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mark Miller. So, okay. so he's a pretty pissed off GNR fan or former fan. I guess so. Mm-hmm. He's moved on. So there's, <laughs> there's Mark saying, fuck you pal to GNR. Yeah. No kidding. I can't find it. I'm looking for it, but I saw an article this week. I read about, uh, I should have saved it. Um, it was, it was an article about why no one should care about the fact that they're putting out new music because, you know, they're, they're working on an album allegedly and whatever we we've been, we've been fooled down that road before that we're not even going to go to that anymore. Mm-hmm. But, but, um, there, the point, and it was written by like some PR guy. It wasn't written by like, you know, some dummy. But his point was, you know, these guys aren't angry anymore. They're rich and fat and, you know, they don't have, they don't have that, um, that energy anymore. And that's why those two absurd, like, like Mark said, old, you know, old school or whatever that song is called and, uh, absurd were, were just shit because they don't have any creative juice together and they don't have any energy anymore. No hunger. You know, now it's just a, a bunch of rich guys you know, putting together a product to sell to their dummy fans. (laughs) All right. I get it. Now, now what do you know about this creatures of the night box set? Can you pull that one up? I'll pull it up. I don't know very much about it. I, I, you know, me not being a kiss fan, I don't give a shit, but, (laughs) um, well, I, I just want the particulars on it. Like, what does this cost? What's all included in that? Well, I know I Tim. Tell gave, you. I know Tim just gave us a little bit of a round rundown on his thoughts on this, but uh, just curious. All right. Well, the kiss. Let me put the graphic on here. Uh, the kiss is it's a it's three hundred bucks. Three hundred, huh? Three hundred. Yeah. Hey. Okay. I'm gonna present slides kill that one bring in this one do 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 slides it's three hundred dollars it looks like it's five cds and a dvd i'm hold on i'll get the description here there it is um let's see it is oh that's just a picture let's see here's here's what it says kiss creatures of the night the Creatures of the Night 40th Anniversary Super Deluxe boasts 103 total tracks, with 75 being unreleased. New remastered, newly remastered, the original album has never sounded better. CDs 2 and 3 feature 34 demos, rarities, and outtakes, including unreleased gems like Dirty Weapon, the Penny Lane demo, Not for the Innocent demo, and Betrayed outtake. CDs four and five and highlight 26 incredible soundboard live recordings from the creatures 82, 83 tour and seven super rare tour sound effects 
all recorded and archived by Creatures Tour sound engineer Harry Witz. The Blu-ray audio disc showcases the first ever Atmos and 5.1 surround mix, plus the high-resolution, newly remastered 1982 stereo mix of the original album. The Super Deluxe explodes further with an extensive array of bonus collectibles with a K, including the 80-page hard book, hardcover book with extensive liner notes by Ken Sharp, a monstrous amount of unreleased photos and imagery, <clears throat> Creatures of the Night 1982 press kit featuring a bio sheet, Creatures tour band, new poster 11 by 17, two stage drawings, the loudest band in the world poster 16 by 24, Japanese promo poster 16 by 22.5, Band black and white photo, 8x10. Gene, Paul, Eric, and Vinny color photos, 8x10. Uh, Creatures 40th t-shirt iron-on transfer sheet. So wow. you don't actually get the t-shirt, you get an iron-on. <laughs> I didn't even know they still made those. But. I didn't either. All right. Um, I Love It Loud bumper sticker. Australian creature sticker. Uh, Marcana Stadium Rio de Janeiro 61883 replica ticket. Um, replica ticket. <laughs> Creatures Tour Detroit VIP cloth sticky backstage pass. Four Killers era trading cards. Creatures 82 replica tour program. Gene, Paul, Eric, and Vinny Chris Hoffman illustrations 9 by 12. Gotham Rock City News Volume 2 newspaper, track-by-track -track interviews with Gene Paul, Eric Vinny, Michael James Jackson, Brian Adams, Jimmy Valiance, Adam Mitchell, and Michael Jap. Uh, five glow-in-the-dark guitar picks, an iron-on patch, an iron-on patch, and four buttons. Well, it's definitely a big old throwback to the, you yeah. know, the, the, the things that you used to get you know, in the eighties, you know, late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. With the, with the iron on patches and the transfer things and mm -hmm. <laughs> all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. for That's, that's really not that bad for 300 bucks, I guess. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine by spending 300 bucks for the entire kiss catalog, but that's just me. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll have to listen to this on Spotify or something. See if any of these bonus tracks are worth a shit. Right. That's always my problem is they give you demos. Who cares? Do you, I mean, have you ever, have you ever just said, you know what? I love docking. So I'm going to go and dig out the docking demos from back for the attack. Well, you know, as, as far as, as far as loving demos, I, I won't say that I love demos, but when you do run across a demo of say a song that may became popular, Mm -hmm. And you, and you hear like some of the original incantations of it or how they were working. Like, like the ones that, uh, like the, uh, Don Dock and up from the ashes, uh, Glenn Hughes was singing. Yeah. The, the, he was just, you know, working out the material and singing some of the, some of the lyrics and obviously some of the lyrics changed, you know, from, from what, what started out to the, to what became the, the song. Right. That's that's interesting to hear when like under lock and key when Jeff Pilson is singing, you know, the lead vocal lines 
as mm-hmm. they're working out. That, that's interesting when you run across it for the first time, but would you go back and listen to it? No. Well, would it, you buy it is the question. No, no absolutely not. I, I wouldn't buy it. I yeah. just like, but, but, you know, obviously I've run across things over the years mm-hmm. that are just, oh, that's kind of different, you know, no. oh, I see how that changed or, you know, whatever the case may be, but no, I wouldn't go out and buy it. Shouldn't know. Yeah. See, that's, that's where I'm at too, is like, it's, it, it's, it's fine to hear it. It's kind of like bonus tracks. Like when we, when we first got MP3s and all of a sudden all these bonus tracks from Japan started popping up that we had never heard before here in the States. Right. You know, that was cool to kind of hear those tracks, but would I go out of my way? Did I ever go out of my way to spend $45 to buy an import of, uh, I don't know, whoever? No, yeah, hell no. It had the one song on it that the American yeah. version didn't have. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, a good friend, you know, rest in peace, long-haired Mike, he was one of those guys. Mm-hmm. He, he would buy the buy the import to get the bonus track song. Right, yeah. And I, I can't even fathom that. Yeah. But but again, he was another collector aficionado guy, and he, he was a purist and had to have it, you know, and that, that was his thing. That was his right. collection. Yeah. Well, again, to each their own and it is a business. And, you know, if you've got that money to waste, that's what these guys are here for is to take it from you. <laughs> hey, Ellen Kill Caller, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hey, this is Ruben, the Sleaze Rocks guy. From hey, the, hey, Ruben, the Sleaze Rocks guy. <laughs> so, you know, it's funny. You guys are talking about the two box sets and I happen to buy, well, Let's say I bought the Kiss one, and I got a good deal on it for 177 bones. So that one's totally worth it. So you bought it from some guy wearing a trench coat out in the alley? No, it was on Amazon. Believe it or not, if you pre-order on Amazon, uh, they tend to drop the price. So I was pleasantly surprised that I got it for 177 bucks. Are you a big Kiss fan? Uh, Certain eras. I think... Uh, Creatures of the Night's kind of the the end of the road for me, you know, as far mm-hmm. as, you know, stuff that I collect. So uh, I guess the, the record means something to me, so therefore I went all out on that one. But And, what, and what, does it, what does it mean to you? Um, you know, I, I just remember watching the music video for uh, I Love It Loud and that kind of being kind of the, the introduction for me, for Kiss, you know, I, I, I came on board in the eighties. Okay. And did your, did your eyes start to glow and did you go out and, <laughs> and uh, join up no, with the throng no. of zombies? <laughs> no, I mean, but, but, but that was kind of the end of that makeup era, you know, cause I mean, they did get, they get, they did get, uh, uh, a little harder on that record. And, you know, after that, it was kind of hit and miss with the, you know, they take off the makeup and, you know, go into more of the glammy type stuff, but all, all the stuff in here that you guys were talking about, I mean, all the goodies on there, man, it makes it worth owning. And I also picked up the destroyer one and this one's equally as good. I mean, it's not as great of a record as destroyer, but, uh, box set, uh, for box set. I mean, they're pretty much on par. Yeah. Well, we've and, always, we, we've always said about kiss is that even if you don't like the music, it's always a super pro product. I mean, they do not put out a cheap version of anything. No, no. And, you know, you guys were talking about the GNO. I'm hoping to get that one too. Illusions. 
I, I thought I wouldn't buy it because they made me stay up till shoot about 2 a.m. when they played in Portland, Oregon. I was still in high school. So, you know, that, explaining that to the parents, I mean, they didn't really believe that uh, the show started at 2 a.m. That's um, why I wasn't going to buy it. But uh, mine showed up, and it happened to be a present for my kids. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know how much they paid for it, but I have that too. Not as cool as the appetite one, but they did go all out with all the extras, you know, like the hardback book and poster and, you know, some miscellaneous other stuff. But would I have bought it? No way. Right. Now, do you do you have a room where you display these kind of things? I mean, do you? Yeah, yeah I, I do. I mean, I guess, I'm kind of a sucker for box sets, especially for bands that are from, you know, the era that I grew up, like a... I mean, I have all the leopard ones, the Cooper, um, you know, uh, what else I got here? I even got that warlock with the, you know, the Doro sculpture. I mean, just stupid shit. I mean, I guess I'm a sucker. <laughs> oh, I mean, if that's your thing, I, that's, you know, whatever. I mean, people like their stuff. I mean, if you, I mean, obviously if you look behind me, uh, and you know, right. now, I mean, you can see, I got a ton of shit that that either been given to me over the most most of the stuff that i have uh has been given to me as as presents mm -hmm. over the years right no i mean yeah if some people are still into the physical stuff and like you guys were saying you know if, if uh you know there's those people that will will shell out for it and those bands are more than happy to take your money <laughs> yeah well that's it and why shouldn't they if right. you're willing to give it to them, why wouldn't they take it? Sure. I'll take your money, Ruben. You want to send some this way? Well, you know, it's, it's almost the holidays, but maybe after the holidays. I'm going to be paying. I'm still, I still got a couple payments on that Monsters of Rock cruise, so maybe you won't get it till after the spring. See, you'll give, you'll give Kiss $180. You won't give us $5 a month. I see how it is, Ruben. <laughs> See, when you make it sound that way, you make me sound like a real cheapskate. <laughs> Get the priorities right, Ruben. <laughs> I know. I should be a bigger, uh, I should pledge more money to you guys, a few more shekels, as you say. <laughs> oh, man. Don't be well, anti-Semitic yeah, no, anti yeah. now. <laughs> no, I just figured I'd give you guys a real quick call just to kind of give you a little bit kind of opinion on my end on that, but yeah, the, the GNR one, I, you know, that's a hard sell. I mean, I don't even know that there's very many uh, hardcore fans that would own that. Unfortunately, I wound up with one, but it'll just be a nice paperweight or something. Well, Tim, three, Tim in uh, Australia says it's that. worth every penny. It's worth every penny. That? Tim in Australia says it's worth every penny. Oh, geez. And you're, and you're the third friend that we have that I know has it. And that's just of the, of our friends. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, a kid, I, guess, I don't know. I mean, maybe my kids don't like me that much. <laughs> <laughs> or you got some rich kids but, who could spend 300 on a, no. on a box set for you. <laughs> but I will say, you know, you, you guys uh, threw out that uh, ridiculous idea or somebody did about the, uh, I guess it was that, that, uh, article or email that you were reading about the fellow that was saying what's next the the spaghetti incident deluxe i i wouldn't i wouldn't rule that out yeah i wouldn't either 
they'll 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 have another ten songs that they recorded during that era, allegedly, and right. you know, I'm sure there is. I I would bet anything that there will be one. Why not? They're, if they're cashing in, look if if they're selling two hundred of these deluxe editions, just two hundred, it more than pays for itself. So why wouldn't they do right. it for each one? And then they'll retread it again, and they'll do the deluxe deluxe edition for the fiftieth anniversary. I got a crowbar in the cult because I know you guys did that thing on the new cult album, which it is so like you guys were saying. But their Sonic Temple box set is fucking great, and you got to track that down, Neely. Okay, it's it's highly recommended. I mean, again, you know, if if you know, that's kind of their. Their uh, breakthrough record, obviously, even the casuals have that one, but that box set is excellent. Good. Well, I wasn't even aware it existed. Maybe we'll look at that yeah. next. Sure. All right. Well, thanks, you guys. All right. Hail and kill, Ruben. And fuck you, pal. So <laughs> we'll see you. There he goes. The Sleaze Rock guy. The Sleaze Rocks. Sleaze Rocks, Ruben. Yeah. That's him. Yeah. That's him. That's the guy. Well, there you go. Now you have something else to go buy. When you're buying your guns, you can stop over and get the Colt box set. Well, why don't you pull that up? Can Let's you pull see. that up? Is there, see, what's, see what's all in that. Which album was it? Sonic Temple? It Sonic Temple, yeah. Sonic Temple box set. Let's see. The Colt Sonic Temple. 30th anniversary. Boy, I guess they couldn't fucking afford anything for the album art jesus are you shitting me <laughs> you mean you don't get like a free uh um ian asbury uh, evil pilgrim hat is that part of the black <laughs> that might be who knows that's what i always call them the evil pilgrim uh, let me see if they got a couple of pictures here before i start reading what all is in this piece of shit i mean this great box set <laughs> this piece of shit you know, I have no interest in this at all, but of course not. No, no. caller, you're on the air. Look, it's like this. Okay. Okay. There's, there's these, there's, you know, in the, in the case of the creatures of the night box set. Okay. There's all these demos that are out on YouTube and like a lot of the demos that are on this box set are out on YouTube and things like that. But the thing is, they sound like rubbish, you know. Like it, it, the the sound quality is just from bootleggers putting it on YouTube and stuff. And with with this kind of stuff, it's it's pristine, um, and it's just demos that a lot of a lot of Kiss fans have been waiting for for years and years and years. Have they you been know? waiting? Like if, if they didn't exist or you didn't know they existed, how do you know people were waiting for them? Well, that's, but that's a very good point. But the thing is, you do know that. No, no, but you do know that. God damn it. I can't wait till they release those demo tracks that I never heard. I don't even know if there's they a, exist. There's, there's a song on this box set called Deadly Weapons, which is just, which is a demo from uh, music from the Elder before they decided to make it a concept album. In the beginning, they were just making a traditional rock album. And it's sung by Paul Stanley, and it's an absolute perler. And to have it to have it in this uh, quality is just a dream come true. A dream come true? Wow. A dream come true. 
it's it's a pearl of a song. And by the way, I'll hang up. Nickelback released a new album this week, and it is a pearler. A pearler. All right, there he goes. All right, Tim. <laughs> there you go. He had to get his Nickelback plug in there, and and then he hung up immediately. <laughs> yeah, because he, he knew. Hear, I don't want to hear any backlash about Nickelback. He knew what was coming. So, so there's the brilliant uh, new artwork for the cult. Okay. Jesus, that is poor. It's Billy Duffy and his but, stance. That's just fucking poor. That's it, huh? That's it. And there's no pictures of the box. It's a five disc set. Five. Five. First one is the album. Okay. Second looks to be some unreleased tracks and some edits of tracks. Third disc looks like it's all demos. Fourth disc looks like it's all demos. Wow. And fifth is a live show. Okay. So, and it's, 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 I mean, this is not even, this is not even in the same category. It's five discs, 30 bucks. <clears throat> yeah. And probably no added extras or nothing. No, well, no, you get those five discs, but you know what I mean is like, like, you know, photo book and all yeah, that. No, none there. of that. No, you're just getting MP3s on a disc, but, right. but it's 30 bucks, $30 and 34 cents. That's really not terrible. It's not terrible. I mean, just buying some five discs. Yeah. Okay. So I'm at it. That's it, huh? That's it. That's the that's all that's, they're offering here. That's the no frills. Haley Kill Call, you're on the air. How's it going, boys? Hey, it's Aussie Ace. <laughs> Damn straight. And, and I've listened and I'll tell you now, I fucking downloaded the creatures box set. <laughs> You downloaded it. Where where did you I download it? I did. I didn't pay a cent for it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a kiss. You're a kiss fanatic. It's, hey, well, you know I'm not going to wait fucking two months for it to get over here. <laughs> Good idea. But I will say this, regardless of what everyone has said, for me the value is. Paul Stanley's rants where it actually had, they had to put a parental advisory sticker on the, the album, like first time ever for a Kiss album. And it's like Paul's rants, they are fucking gold. It, 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 just the rants are worth it. And, and what does he say that's so so scary that uh, they had to put a sticker on oh, it? Uh, one of them is... Um, He's telling the story about the love gun. You know, uh, they're walking through the airport, you know, and uh, he had to get frisked down and whatever. And he's like, you know, you put the hand on your chest and bang, and then it's like the hand on the cock. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, the, the liquor one as well, cold gin. That's a totally different one that was not in Wheezy's compilation list. <laughs> But um, yeah, uh, look, I will say this: it is it's a it is a fantastic album. I listened to the artist guy who put together that book and explained everything. Um, yeah, they only snuck in Michael James Jackson's name on the last page because he passed away in what was it uh, April, and the <laughs> and it came out in June. I was going to the printers at June in June, but um, yeah, it's a good listen. 
absolutely. And I don't hear any, uh, they must have cut out all the Paul Stanley on stage telling Vinny to fucking keep the solos to a minute. <laughs> but the other thing too was apparently there's so much um, demos uh, that Vinny had possession of that they just could not use on that on this box set, and because of the legalities, they can't um, use them because you know it, that's a you know for for music and to hear the demos of that you know it would have been good, but Vinny owns them they couldn't use them they had to be careful with that, and as far as you were talking about the bands approving it, well this guy who's done the book he did the Destroy book. He's been working for with Kiss for 20 years, the artist, and uh, he said, yeah, for the first time ever, they sent it off to Paul and Gene. Um, they normally read the copy text before any pictures come through, and he said it was the first time it just came back with both of them saying, yep, go ahead with it. He was expecting a bit of uh, pull that photo of Vinnie out and all this, but no, nah, apparently they gave the all clear, but... Uh, him and that Ken Sharp have got the sort of rain on that anyway, so I'm sure that is different for every band. Oh, look at you! Look at you! You you kiss you kiss uh, historian you. Hey, I, I I downloaded it last night. Listened to it. Uh, all five albums. Just I think I think it went through twice. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, what? and uh, yeah, it, it's it's great because there is a transition there with those four songs off the Killers album that um, Michael James Jackson came in to produce. Uh, that album only came out in Japan, I think, in Australia, and um, yeah, and then there's sort of uh, those songs in between that were building up to. But there's very good banter with Gene and and Paul in the uh, studio on the demo, so that's well worth listening to. But Gene doesn't seem to play much bass at all. Well, <laughs> well, that's, that's been rumored for years, is that, that even before he was in the band, that Bruce Kulik was showing up and, and playing bass on some of those albums. Um, well, apparently, um, oh, shit, I'm just trying to think now the guy's name who played bass on Creatures. A guy got a call at, at midnight, uh, someone sharp or someone got a call at midnight to go down and do the bass on Creatures. So, yeah, um, I don't know, but apparently Gene's playing bass on, uh, uh, you know, Rock and Roll Hell, you hear there on a, on a few of them. But, um, no, nah, look, it, it's a good listen to. You know, it's better than anything that fucking Guns N' Roses or whatever doing, I'm sure. Is it a good listen on the track that you're running on there? Ozzy? <laughs> Jesus. I need a cigarette. <laughs> you and you're breathing hard like you're you're running on a treadmill while you're talking to us. I was busy there for a little bit and then I rang up and then that Ruben that was engaged and then fucking retard Tom was on or whatever. <laughs> um, so but, um, yeah, no, I, and, and I was going to come over earlier, but I'm hoping to be in the States before Chrissy's out and everything's going to plan. I just came back from Taiwan last week. Um, yeah, so that was no dramas there. Um, and hopefully everything will fall into place and then the Trumpy will be back in power in America. Nice. <laughs> 
Well, well, Ozzy, uh, I, I went on the Kiss cruise a few weeks ago. And- I, I know, I know. And I, I, I was trying to work it that I, you know, to, to get on that with you. But, I mean, the Taiwan thing got delayed and whatever. I mean, I could have done it. But anyway, I mean, nearly going on a Kiss cruise, who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? Well, I, I, I ran into some of your fellow countrymen over there, the Kiss Freaks. Okay. Yeah, they said that they had met you at one point. Is that true? Who? Yeah, they said that they had met you at one point somewhere, you know, at some show. Oh, absolutely. Of course, there's many people I know. <laughs> well, yeah, you're a popular fellow over there in Australia. Uh, hold on, Larry. I've got to get that Trump phone call now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ozzy, what's, what's more important and what Mostly Chris likes to What know. did you think of the cruise, though? What did you think of the cruise, regardless of, of like, I mean, you know, I know Dockin was on there, but, I mean, what, like, uh, you know, all up the whole atmosphere and everything, and from what I've heard from a few podcasts, the first week was much more empty as opposed to the second week. Um, but what, what did you think of it? As a cruise, would you do it again? No, if, if I was doing it for myself, no, I would not go. If If... I was invited to go in the same circumstances that I ended up on this one. I would go for that, but not, not, I would never just buy on a cruise and go do that. No. Well, well, what, 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 because of the entertainment or being Uh, stuck in one? It's just, you're just stuck on a boat. I mean, there's nothing you can do for six days. I mean, you just, you can only go to so many bars. You can go to so many restaurants. You can, some of the bands played two and three times. You can see them you know, so many times and, uh, you know, what else are you going to do? That's right. Cause there's not really a lot of fucking fresh pussy, is there? <laughs> yeah. Not, not in this age group. Well, you brought it up. You since you brought it up and you know, Chris and I, uh, were always fascinated with your adventures. What's the uh, what's the latest since uh, COVID has kind of passed us by? What's the latest with the whorehouse situation over there? Oh, fucking! Oh, I've been of late. I've been getting a few uh, outcalls just coming to my house. <laughs> oh yeah. So so what, yeah. what 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 does something like that cost? Um, about four hundred and fifty. Four fifty for how long? Uh, depending on where she has to come from, uh, I mean, most of mine are local. They're within about ten mm, k's. What's that? About you know eight seven miles or or whatever. So yeah, local. But um, um, yeah, and once I see my big hard Polish cock, they just stay the night. <laughs> so four fifty is for an overnighter. Yeah, on some of say, oh, plus you got to pay for the Uber <laughs> or the cab. But yeah, around 400, 450. Some that are 250, 300, they're a bit more slutty. It's probably got a child or two. They got a child or two. <laughs> oh, they're the cheaper priced ones. <laughs> but what are, what is this for? Is this for a nut or is this for a night? No, no, for a night you'd be looking at this probably three grand. Three Ooh, grand. Wow. Yep. So it's so, just until you blow a load? No, generally it's probably about 60 to 90 minutes for 400 bucks. 
Right. If they come to your house. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Ain't bad. All right. But then I've got these couple of, uh, (laughs) there's a couple of little bisexual crazies at the moment (laughs) that are doing a twofer. I'll send you the link. Have a look. (laughs) Bisexual crazies. Well, they're two little Asian girls. Really nice, man. And, uh, yeah, you know, they'll go fucking crazy, man. And if you've got a little bit of weed, you know, lying around too, you must probably get a couple of hours out of them, see? You know, some of them some of them are straight down the line, as in they won't do anal, they won't do even even any natural sex. It's basically just hand jobs, you know, body rub, massage, all that. They state they're a student studying, blah, blah, blah. But then you'll get the, the you know, the sluts that'll be like, you know, you can come in my fucking mouth if you want. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, you know, there, there is quite a difference, but um, yeah, yeah. So that's what's happening there. And um, but I didn't, I didn't experience any uh, women in, in Taiwan. I will be honest. Uh, very different to China. It is. I mean, even though they speak Chinese over there and everything, uh, d- different sort of vibes. Gotcha. But um, yeah, hopefully. Um, Things are falling into place, and I should be over there. I'd like to think before the end of the year anyway, but I'll let you know anyway. The end of this year or the end of 2023? End of this year. Oh, like a a month. I'd like to, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, And I also want to spend a couple of weeks in in the UK, but really, uh, yeah, just, uh, just to sort of sort out some business, basically, there. I just need to speak to someone in regards to... What do I need to do to set up a, a legit business? Because, uh, you know, I just want to have that set up. So when the containers arrive there, bang, I'm ready to roll. All right. All right, Ozzy. So, you know, yeah. So if you know a consultant or someone, um, that that's all I need to know. Because the people here in Australia, they're fucking brainless, mate. They're all like fucking <laughs> You know, um, yeah, this country here... Really, I mean, people rave on about Australia. Oh, it's a great fucking country and all this bullshit it is. You know, it's only fucking good for Aboriginals or if you came over here on a fucking leaky boat and you're an illegal immigrant. <laughs> well, it's, it's good it's, for them. It's, it's, it's getting that way here, Ozzy. I hate to say it. Oh, the, the world, yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right, boys. Howling kill. Fuck you, pal. Hang up. <laughs> wow. There goes Ozzy. There goes Ozzy. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't heard from Ozzy in a while. Yeah. Other than tell me how bad the website blows. <laughs> he said our website is too difficult to navigate. Yeah. Too difficult. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't it's know. Did you see my email back? I just yes, said, shut I up. I did. <laughs> There's too like, much going on there. Yeah. Well, I'm not stripping it down. We have a lot of shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, anything else? No, I think that, you know, that's a good place to stop for now. And yeah. well, well, Tim did ask about the, uh, dock and box set. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Hail and kill caller. You're on the air. Okay. I take offense. Firstly, I'm not a retard. <laughs> secondly, secondly, you know, Aussie, Aussie ace, you know, 
your your life is a bit questionable if you ask me. <laughs> you know, who's, who's this guy? No, who's this guy to call me out and say all oh, the rest of Australia is just like Tim? Well, if you don't like it here, this is a wonderful country. If you want, if you don't like it here, be like Joe Lynn Turner and go and live somewhere else. Because Australia's bloody excellent, and we're very fortunate in this country. I feel very fortunate and very proud as a proud Australian. And get off your high horse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and out. Wow. There, take that, Ozzy Ace. Wow, Tim's mad. In your face, pal. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, get, getting back real quick, and we'll we'll cut the segment. But uh, yeah. you know, the, the the there's been negotiation on this box set for the dock and box set for like two years now, and sure, uh, they finally got it. The, you know, the agreement hammered out. Everybody got their piece of the pie. The the four, you know, most popular members being you know Don while Mick, Jeff, and George. Right. And, you know, one of the biggest hangups was George. Um, he wasn't uh, playing ball. Okay. <laughs> but they finally got it hammered out. And as to what is going to be included in the box set, I don't know that. I don't know what's in there as far as, like, any extras, you know, mm-hmm. aside from the four, the four discs, the, um, the uh, breaking the chains, uh, tooth and nail, under lock and key and back for the attack. So okay. I don't know. Well, we'll see what, uh, I, I think the, uh, I think it's Rhino might be putting this thing out. I'm not positive. Well, in, in what? 2023 sometime. Yeah, I imagine, next, right? next year. I think they want, if they had gotten the negotiation nailed down, it probably would have been released this fall for in time for Christmas, but it probably won't be till next year or so. So it might be next year for Christmas. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yep. That's all I know. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> Look at what? On the screen. Right. <laughs> Tim will always be my favorite CMS retard. Currently right. he's in the chat room. <laughs> all right. I'll let you pick a tune. So what should we play? Um, You know what? I'm going to surprise y'all. How about Edie from the cult? Really? How about that? Ah, I, I, I like that song. Yeah. I don't especially like it, but whatever. It's one that I know that they have. So yeah. <laughs> we talked about the cult. I don't cult. necessarily we'll like the cult, but you know what? If we're going to talk cult, I might as well pick a song I know they, they do. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know if that's like a popular one or not. It's just one yeah, I know. It was a hit. Was it? Okay. Yep. yep. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll definitely do that. Mm. Let's see here. Pull it up here real quick. Let's see where is it? Where is it? Is that a Sonic Temple song? It is. It is. Hence the reason I know. <laughs> it's the only <laughs> the only album I think I've ever really listened to much. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll play a few tunes and we'll come back and do some more stuff. So uh, for Chris's request, the call, here's right. Here's Edie exclusively here on your classic metal show. Thanks for checking out this episode of the classic metal show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. 
Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. Ninja!